Welcome to Happy Hour. Happy Thursday, everybody. Adam Harahawk, Sean Cantwell, and Drew Duffney again, because we just can't get rid of this man. Your local alternative is Solid State Radio. Glad to have you on board. Do you know how much it warms my heart for you to refer to me as your very special guest? Yes. Like, I just... Uh, well, well, trust me, we're well aware. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on special. <laughs> so, yeah, on a very special episode of Happy Hour. Every once in a while when he's talking to you, I'm just like, Drew, look, look, keys, keys, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> look at the shiny stick. <laughs> so, yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. Happy Thirsty Thursday. That uh, one guy called it a disco stick, didn't he? Uh, no. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't. If you, I have no idea what he's talking about either. If it makes yeah, you feel any yeah. better, we're do, we're though. just gonna have a good good time. There is a new story I got coming up uh, about uh, parents coming in with their kid and basically wanting the entire sports bar to change who they are. It's gonna infuriate you. I guarantee it. It's it's definitely gonna infuriate Sean. Oh, which, which I love. Which I love. I, I know you do. You're a big fan of me being infuriated. Yes. Yeah, all that fun and much more coming up. It's happy hour at Solid State Radio. Black Keys, at your local alternative, Solid State Radio. What's going on? It is happy hour. He's Adam Harahuck. I'm Sean Cantwell. That's Drew Duffney. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> We're Te- looking at you waiting for your Crapplebee's story. Uh, crap. Oh, yeah. Not really uh, Crapplebee's. It was a sports bar. And now... What do you expect when you walk into a sports bar? And this can open up for anybody. What do you guys expect when you walk into a sports bar? Sports? Sports? Overpriced processed food. A two-drink limit. I've never been to a place with a two-drink limit. Oh, you have. Uh, Crapplebee's right here in Lapeer would only allow you to have one drink at a time. No, he's talking about like a, a, a oh limit or a minimum. Minimum. Well, no, I, I've heard limit. Like there's a, a certain uh, sports bar chain that if you're not ordering food would literally limit you to two drinks yeah. I think oh. total or within like a certain like time frame or something um and uh, there's another one that i ordered a beer and a shot and they're like sorry you can only have one drink in front of you at a time and i bargained with them and i said okay you pour the shot set it in front of me i said but then have a beer with the cap off ready i'll do the shot and i'll trade you the empty glass for the beer how's that sound and that was my negotiation <laughs> You're a hell of a negotiator, Daphne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, uh, sports manager was chiming in on... Um, manager trying, of what sport? Uh, sports bar. Okay. I'm trying to think. <laughs> it's it's a Reddit thing, so I'm trying to think of whose perspective I'm getting here. Uh, person was writing in... Probably not the parents, because we know that there's... Oh, no. Nobody on Reddit actually has children. Reddit as, as a whole hates children as much as I do. Oh, yeah. It's, Maybe it, more so. Reddit is just like, uh, can I have uh, children banned from my neighborhood? And the rest of Reddit is, hi, I'm 13 years old. Is this fur normal on my body? Uh, <laughs> This person writes in and says, I was at a sports bar watching UFC fights on a Saturday afternoon. It was pretty dead until around 5 when the early dinner crowd started arriving. One family came in and asked their waitress if they could switch the large projector screen from the fights. She came over and asked me, and I said it was fine as long as they put the fights on other another TV. The family had the main TV switched to ESPN, which had one of their special documentaries on that time rather than live sports. Then the family asked if they could switch the smaller TV that I had just switched to the fights. The waitress said no, since they had already requested another TV. The family was annoyed and asked for the manager. When the manager got to their table, the family demanded that the fights be changed so their son, who was probably around eight, couldn't see the fights since they were violent and not family-friendly. I'm sorry, I must have forgot that... Uh this sport that uh, this isn't a sport now apparently, and you can just deny <laughs> other people the right to watch it because your kid can't handle a little bit of violence. Right. The man, oh, the kid probably was loving it. The manager tried to calm the family by moving the fights to a TV behind their son, which I would have been fine with. However, the father demanded that the fights couldn't be on any TV as long as the family was at the sports bar. Then he accused the manager of not caring about young children for insisting that the fights remain on somewhere. The manager nodded and said he'd get the TV sorted out. Then he also asked the father if he could change. Then he also asked uh, the father if he could change the music playing since it was pop. The father grunted about that being nice, and I think it sounds like he was joking. Do you want me to change the, the songs because it's 
pop music. Right. Father grunted about that being nice and how the manager was finally being responsible and looking out for children. Oh my god. He, he, he has actually, like, he thought that that was an entirely rational <laughs> thing. That was an offer? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> While this was happening, the manager sent the family's waitress over to put their order in. Then, once their order was in the system, the manager switched the TV again. He put the UFC fights back on the main TV, but this time he turned the sound on as well, since the pop music could be bad for children. So he could hear all the punches and... <laughs> That's amazing. I love this. this manager deserves all of the like a thousand percent raise. Man. The father started loudly complaining again and called the manager back over. He demanded that the TV be changed again. And when the manager said no, the father demanded to speak to the owner. The manager said he'd get the owner, but it may take a few minutes. The manager changed into a sport coat and came <laughs> back over. <laughs> Okay, that's that's fantastic. I love everything about yeah. this. Sean's gonna go work for this guy. I would go. I would work for this restaurant tomorrow. Turned out that's he, amazing. It turned out he was a part owner of the sports bar. Now the family re- really lost and said his family was leaving. The owner calmly said if he should have the family's meals changed to takeout orders. The father said <laughs> father said they were leaving and wouldn't pay for the food the family had ordered. The owner said the family had to pay for their meals since they were already being cooked. The father, and put a pin in that. I want to talk to you guys, being in the, you guys have both been in the restaurant industry. The father continued arguing until the owner threatened to call the cops if they left without paying. The family ended up paying, but left with the, when their food came several minutes later. Until they left, the father made the son sit there with his eyes closed and his ears covered so he wasn't exposed to the fight. I busted out laughing That's once hilarious. the family left. Now, just uh, take the pin out for a second. Now, if somebody, if somebody orders food... And they leave before it's been delivered? Do they have to pay for it? Yes, because you ordered the food. You caused this food to be cooked by this kitchen. Food ain't free, man. Like, that's, that's, uh, like, the restaurant doesn't take the loss on that. That's sure. not how that works. That's I, not how any of this works. But I'm just wondering, like, it's, I, it's, I, I've seen John Judy enough times to know that the rule is if you've eaten more than, I think it's more than 50% of it. But if they haven't eaten any. So, in a court of law, no. But, Ethic- like ethically, Sean said, yeah. like Sean said, if you've got an empty bar and it's really, really slow, and then all of a sudden you're getting slammed, and you got a family of five that just orders food that probably no one look if they don't like fights and they yeah. don't like pop music, I'm pretty that's sure yeah. they're ordering unseasoned baked chicken breasts <laughs> with <laughs> carrots on the side. They're not ordering nachos and cheese sticks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. It takes a lot to... No one's going to eat their food, and they're going to have to absorb all the bland garbage they just ordered. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just out of spite, I'd have charged them for it. And I'd have said, well, I'm really not charging you for the food. I'm charging you for the atmosphere. Since you wanted to see a documentary on ESPN on TV, (laughs) that's what you're paying for. Yeah. I mean, as a father of a young son, I mean, as he gets older, if I don't want him involved, and you kind of don't want the kids being exposed to something like that at a young age. Who doesn't want kids being exposed to something like that at a young age? The guy whose entire family plays Grand Theft Auto (laughs) and turns on some guy playing blackjack who's cussing at the top of his lungs? Exactly. That's the, you don't want your child exposed? Is that what you're telling (laughs) me? Well, no, what I'm saying is if I didn't want him to, and I don't know, I don't know, I have to make a decision when that happens, UFC, but I definitely wouldn't go into a place and want them to change everything for that. I would I would just like not choose that place. Like you go into an actual family restaurant yeah. and not a sports bar. Exactly. I'm not going to expect everybody to change everything for my kid. I don't want all the I don't want these people drinking alcohol around my son. Yeah. Could you guys all like drink water while we're here? You bring up a good point though, Drew, cuz <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is sitting in his I, I don't know if I'm being like a terrible father. He's sitting in like his walker or his high chair and uh, watching me play Grand Theft Auto and uh I'm I'm not the nicest player sometimes. <laughs> I'm, I'm icing people. While he's, not, while he's not hearing the words that those 12-year-olds you're playing against are calling you, I guess we're probably oh, fine. Oh, there's a lot of times when I, I screw up. I'm like, oh, F me running. I'll let you put in the blanks. but <laughs> So so he, he has, he has a point. Yeah, I, you know, I'll determine whether he can watch UFC. What are you talking about? He's already watching way worse than that, and he's not even But, won. I mean, it's a video game. It's a cartoonish kind of thing where this is like real life. I don't know. That will be a judgment call for me later on. But I definitely wouldn't want... Okay, wait a minute. Back to, the horse uh, up. Yeah. Back the horse up. <laughs> this is a video game. It's not real life. It's being projected on a TV. Yeah. That's a fight. 
you could say it's real life, but it's still coming out of the same resource. It's AI. It's <laughs> still coming out of a TV. It's an AI fight. Those, those fighters yeah. aren't actually no, hurting each other. I mean, that's, I mean... He didn't game. take him to Madison Square Gardens <laughs> to see a UFC fight and complain because they're fighting. It's no, still coming out the of the video TV. game. Is still a uh, is still like a cartoonish kind of kind of thing. Uh, there's a reason why. Uh, a video I'm sorry, game I don't remember seeing cartoons with a strip joint in it. <laughs> you were watching all cartoons, clearly. <laughs> yeah, you were sheltered. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, my point is, you know. They shouldn't bring kids in there and expect to change everything in there to accommodate them. I mean, this 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 a hole would probably bring bring his eight year old into Hooters. That could these ladies put a little something on while they were here eating these <laughs> mediocre chicken wings? <laughs> and the eight year olds, no, I'm fine, Dad. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm, I'm enjoying every hungry. bit of this. Yeah, I'm more hungry than I was when we came in. He was off talking to the manager. Meanwhile, he's got a picture taken with three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's Mama. ruling second grade now. <laughs> Mama, the coolest kid in his class now, thanks to. But I mean, let, I mean, let's give it up for that manager that uh, uh, I, I tried to accommodate. He took a step forward and accommodated uh this person and then when it came too much you got to put your foot down and that yeah well he just learned that you can't accommodate unreasonable people yeah i just want to know what the guy had sitting at the bar if he was like still watching you know like what his perception was of the whole thing well we we pretty much got all his account on yeah it. sounds like he was a regular to where you know he was like oh, i want to speak to the man i want to speak to the owner and like, okay and like, oh here it goes <laughs> Well, I know an example knew of that. This was coming. We used to go in as a family, and it was a family of five. And I mean, I'm talking five years ago. My dad was still alive. Sure. And there was myself, my brother, and his wife, and my mother and father. Uh-huh. We'd go into a local watering hole there on Saginaw Street. Okay. And they had two booths, which we wouldn't have fit in. Right. One large table and several two-person tables. Sure. And the one large table happened to be right in front of the TV. Now, we didn't know this guy's background, but he was a golf pro. And every Sunday afternoon, we'd go in there for half-off pizza, and golf was on TV, and that man would sit at that large table uh-huh. because he can't see very well. So he needed to sit closer to the big screen TV. Okay. And here, the five of us had to crowd into three smaller tables because he took the only large table in the whole bar and <laughs> sat there by himself. Finally... After three weeks of this happening, my dad got up and he said, excuse me, we're tying up all these tables and it's just you. Would you mind if we sat with you? He says, no, by all means, I'd enjoy the company. So from every Sunday, from then on, the five of us and Harry sat at the table and watched golf and ate pizza. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) My dad went over there, grabbed him by the scruff of the neck. (laughs) Dragged him out. I never did see Harry again. Dad, yeah. Dad came out with bloody knuckles, and he just says, "Eat your dinner." <laughs> right. nope. Nope. I mean, I, I heard an old Cadillac screech up. Dad yelled out the door, "Yeah, that's him." Right. <laughs> you're going. You're going to the scrap heap now, pal. Don't worry. He can't see good. You don't need to wear masks. <laughs> He's got a hell of a swing, though. Thank you very much, Don Duffany. We'll have it all taken care of. Right. <laughs> Dad, what do you do? I work in construction. Right. Work in the trash business. Those things on the top of your hat. You know the little button? Yeah, my company makes the buttons that goes on top of your hat. <laughs> Is that why you make 300000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very a... specific industry. I'm the only one that does it. And I make sure of that. <laughs> Paulie, you know what his job is? You know the twisty thing on top of the chain link fence? Yeah. That's what he does. He's he's the twisty thing fence company. (laughs) Well, I think Tommy down the street does it. Oh, Tommy's no more. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's why they call him Shorty. (laughs) Hacked him off at the knees. Oh, we digress. Guess I better apologize to Don Duffany. On that note, let's hit a break. It's happy hour at Solid State Radio. Of Monsters and Men at your local alternative, Solid State Radio. What's going on? It is happy hour. He's Adam Harahawk. That's Drew Duffney. I'm Sean Cantwell. Okay, so I know we're going to get on to another topic, but I got a short, arguably political story here. 
I'm scared. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Here he goes with the politics. Did you guys see the congressman that pulled the fire alarm? I heard about that, yeah. To what, to get out of voting on the bill that shut the government down? Yes. Okay, so... Okay, all right. <laughs> now, we're, this is the same capital that less than a year ago was under siege, and people were pooping themselves yeah. because they thought, you know, the government was going to be overthrown, right? Uh-huh. And everybody was panicked and hiding in closets. All right, give me the full story, but then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need probably okay. two minutes on the clock. So we're coming down, we're coming close to the government shutdown, right? In this junior... They averted it, didn't they? Yes. They did, but... I mean, they kicked the can down the road for 45 days, but there's... but As they do. Yeah, the politics really doesn't matter. But here's here's the thing. I don't care what political party you believe in or if you believe in any of them at all. If there's two people that are justified in pulling fire alarms in a municipal building right now, one is Donald Trump and the other is Hunter Biden. Okay, both of them are need some delay time. You know, they, yeah, yeah. they could use a break. This congressman wasn't even one of the congressmen that was on the hot seat for shutting down the government. It was like, he's like, oh boy, oh man, if I'm late, talking about FanDuel, that's probably what he was doing, is betting on sports. Yeah. He's like, if I'm late for one more vote, they're going to knock me out of the, you know, whatever the cool kids club or whatever Congress has. <laughs> I can't sit at the cool kids table. Yeah. <laughs> I better pull the fire alarm. I want to be sitting with Utah. <laughs> No one wants to sit with Utah. Even Utah doesn't want to sit with Utah. Hi, yeah. brother, sit down. We're going to be talking about how great the Book of Mormon is. Yeah, that guy just retired. He's not going to run again. But, He's uh, too busy knocking on doors. Yeah. No, that's what they said. They, his, his argument was, I didn't realize it was going to go throughout the whole building. Well, why else would you pull a fire alarm? I mean, it's not like they didn't know it was him. There's... Surveillance of him pulling. There's the surveillance line. cameras everywhere. It's it's Congress, of course there is. So they asked him why, and he said because he, he was late. No, he said he didn't real. He never really gave a reason. He just said he didn't realize it was going to go throughout the entire Capitol. What the? That's not a reason. That's yeah. not an excuse to not. What? All right. Uh, okay, so two minutes vo- on the clock voter, here, Huck, and go voters. Listen up, and I think you all agree with me that we need a certain uh, maturity, a certain decorum that happens with our elected officials. We have that with that cinema chick doing all that kind of crazy stuff, going up, uh, voting no on something, but with her little cute Hello Kitty backpack, putting the thumbs down and uh, blowing the raspberry at people. You've got uh, people, you know, getting getting us uh, handies in a Beetlejuice. Uh, play. You've got people pulling uh, fire alarms. We need. We expect better from our. We should expect better from our elected officials. And this kind of stuff. I don't care if it was somebody that we know. If it was somebody that we were friends with, if they acted like a fool like that, I'm not voting for them. So they want to censure him. I mean, they want to do a bunch of stuff. Good. But it's a felony. He said, "I was rushing to make a vote." I came to a door that is usually open for votes, but today it would not open. He said, I'm embarrassed to admit that I activated the fire alarm mistakenly, thinking that it would open the door. He went through the protective glass. No, it's it's like one of those red ones on the wall, like, okay. a, like, a, switch, like a thing you just pulled down. And the red, it says emergency fire? Yeah, that, it does say it's, it was clearly marked, Okay, so he thought it need, would open the door. This guy's a fool. Uh... And he needs to be censured. He needs to be uh, jettisoned right out of the Capitol. What I have heard on this, because I have read a little bit on this whole thing, is that they had like a 71-page bill that... Uh, they had 15 minutes to read it. It was 80 pages. They had 15 minutes to read it. And some some of these congressmen that are senior have 15 staffers, right? So everybody can take five pages and read it in 10 minutes and yeah. then cover the cliff notes. You know, in case yeah. there's any loopholes. This guy, obviously, like I said, was a junior congressman. So Sean's on it there. It it should. It obviously doesn't happen very often because it made news. Right. But, I mean, pulling a fire alarm is a felony. And this kind I mean, this we're starting to see this a lot. I mean, remember when Obama was given a State of the Union address and you got Congress uh, people from the House yelling liar. I mean, this is stuff that should not be uh, happening. This is stuff that should not be happening from our elected officials. We expect the the whole ranting and raving, acting juvenile, everything else. It's done. 
And this is why Adam Harahuck would like to announce that he's running for Congress. I could not run for Congress. I have too many skeletons in my closet. I'd be like, I'd like to nominate myself for... Didn't you... Yeah, I got a DUI. All right, I'm out. <laughs> but let's be honest, that's not disqualifying anymore. Yeah, absolutely no. not. You can be a felon. In and it's not, not going to disqualify you yeah. for a lot, in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. You could be president. You could totally do this. I mean, I... I, I think we need to push for it, as a matter of fact. I don't too. think... Can we write him in? Yeah, let's call yeah. Granholm. All right. Let's put me let's in. Let's nominate... Lord knows around here, like... Granholm. <laughs> oh, that's wow. not her. Who <laughs> we got to call? We got to call the governor. What's her name? Whitmer. Whitmer. Yeah, Grand Home Gretchen. I, I love that you two are on a first name basis. Yeah, me and Big Gretch, we hang out all the time. Yeah. What's up, Gretch? What's up, Gretch? She's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the dining going. Come on, Gretch. That's it. Hey. <laughs> no. No, I, I, no I, don't, I, I mean, I mean, I know, and I know that the days of expecting our politicians to, to be, be professional to, are gone. Uh, well, no, I mean, I, no, I want them to be professional, to be pure as the driven snow, not, never to have any kind of blemish on their record. Those days are done. We shouldn't have expected our elected officials to to be perfect. I don't want somebody representing me who's perfect. So you're okay with the guy showing up in basketball shorts and a hoodie to the Senate? No, I'm I, totally good. No, because no, no, because. <laughs> I fully support we, this. Every job, most jobs you have has a dress code. If you're an elected official, you have a GD yeah, dress and code. And he did say he's fine with wearing You, you can he have DUIs and felonies, but where Adam draws a line, he's showing up wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't say. I, I said we're just going to have to accept that sometimes these people have this indiscretion. But when they're an elected official and they know they're going into work and they show up like they just left Anytime Fitness, I mean, this is... No, no. See, I am fine with my elected officials being committed to their physical well-being. Damn it, that's or or is like, well, they're hung over from you know like shot uh, two dollar shot night at a normal college bar. Well, we also know that's happening too. That's what I was just gonna say. I that's my big complaint. Well, like I told you guys last that week, that they're not drinking enough. I'm getting ready to go negotiate a contract, and people are upset because we're not starting till noon. I said this is just like Congress. Congress on a Monday through Friday schedule, unless it's a. Uh, session like a, a special session, like pass yeah. the budget bill or something. Yeah, if they're a Monday through Friday schedule. Their first session is typically two o'clock on Tuesday, and their last session is three o'clock on Thursday. They don't work Monday or Friday because they have to pack up their things and go home on Friday and catch a plane before traffic gets bad. And when they arrive on Monday, they have to pick up where they left <laughs> off from the weekend. No, really, it is kind of. I mean that that's just no, kind of how it, Congress operates but it, it doesn't matter. I mean if we're, if we're expecting I mean our professional athletes to have to walk into a venue wearing a suit, I think uh elected officials should have to have, should have to be wearing some sort of dress code. Counterpoint, I don't think we should be expecting athletes to wear suits coming into places either. But they are. Uh, they are expected. Yeah, that's a team and, thing. It, He's right about thing. that. And also, I mean if you were in uh an uh higher up office for any company the company that we work for they have a dress code probably uh, uh if nothing else slacks a uh, shirt maybe tie maybe not maybe it's casual friday but See, that's I mean, why I'm something I... like like a shorts and a, and a hoodie that's i mean this let, is why i don't work we, corporate let's, adam let's say well, right yeah, i mean right, that's well, and that's right we don't but if we were if we were able to follow through that whole college thing get a job like that we would be hey some of us do have a college degree sir and it's working out for you. <laughs> working about, about as well as your degree from let, Specs. Let, let, so. I mean, <laughs> specs Howard, we didn't have a dress code. <laughs> I've met a lot of radio up in a shirt yeah. and tie and be like, Nark! Nark! That's, right. <laughs> but That's mean, the one who thinks he's going to be a PD eventually. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's, let's say that, you know, this keeps on going, and everybody just starts. It's it, every day's casual Friday. We're, we're just gonna walk in there, and it's gonna look like you know, uh, uh, night at the Apollo, the audience, and night at the Apollo well, or a comedy the club. We or, don't watch it. I've had this conversation with you guys before. You guys really don't watch our politics, but you know who watches our politics are other countries. And that was always my thing when I would that's go to Canada. A, yeah, but what I've ever cared what other countries think about us. I mean, that's if that's been my one point from the beginning of this radio show. It's who cares what the rest of the world thinks of us? We're America. We're better than they are. <laughs> well, yeah, you both have great points. Yeah, but in a scenario like that, we need <laughs> other countries to function. We do. We are not. We may need them to function, but we don't. How much do we really care? How much they're judging us? Yeah, their perception. That's true. They also think soccer's entertaining. So fight me. <laughs> <laughs> 
another valid point. Point shot. <laughs> Advantage. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it's... I don't know. I... So yeah, I, I he just pulled think, the fire alarm. Oh, I, anyway, yeah, he pulled the fire alarm like a like a jackass, and he should be. I mean, it's in a government building. Uh, uh, I mean, on a side note, there's no longer a leader for that particular branch of government. Uh, effective a couple hours ago, so nothing's going to happen to him at this point because they can't bring it to the floor because there's not a leader. Uh, uh, well, no, they can. Uh, local police could still charge him. With, no, with, it's under the Capitol Police, which is directed by the leader. Also, <laughs> ask ask everybody because it was Nancy Pelosi's fault that they didn't have uh, the January sixth, the Capitol Police. Yeah, that's under the. So like the other police are going. I'd help if I could. <laughs> yeah, but I can't go in. It's out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> oh, yes, geez. that's right. It's uh, DC. It's not. It's not yeah, an actual I, yeah. state. Yeah, we're, we're learning all sorts of new things about politics today. It's Happy Hour at Solid State Radio. Stick around. Kate Bush and your local alternative Solid State Radio. What's going on? It's happy hour. That's Drew Duffney. He's Adam Harahawk. I'm Sean Canwell. Well, Adam's got a story to tie up with that namesake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, when you have a kid, there is a big con- big conversation. What do we name this little thing? What do we uh, call this what thing? What do we call this crotch goblin? And Adam's uh, got to say that because Sean and I neither have had the pleasure of having children. It, it, it is something I don't know that, if I call it pleasure. It is something you really The think pleasure about. is that we haven't had children. And there, there's certain people out there that really need to put some extra thought into it. I know of one person who was a huge fan. She was really hot for the actor Hugh Jackman. So gave her kid the middle name Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, but some middle names. Who's really gonna gonna judge for that or even know like how uh, many people? Graduation. This person's gonna be crossing the stage. So and so, Wolverine. So and so. I don't remember that they didn't use middle names when I graduated. Yeah, they did with me. Yeah. Can you imagine if your mama's mad at you? Jacob Wolverine Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you not know my middle name, Biz? <laughs> like I'm not coming back at you. So this person, an Australian mother, came up with an outrageous name just to prove a point. Uh, let's see, she, uh, if your name was Joan or John or Jane, consider yourself lucky. It could be much, much worse. One mother went to Great Lakes just to see how absurd her newborn son's name could legally be. She pushed the limit, and unfortunately for her, her husband, and their baby, the outrageous name was approved. Journalist Kristen Drysdale started this quest as a part of her investigation series to see what people can legally change their baby's name to. She quizzed the NSW Registry of Births, Deaths, and Marriages in Australia, but wasn't provided with a clear answer on what was exactly quote-unquote prohibited names. So she made things personal. So she decided to do her own research. Yep, she named her kid Methamphetamine. That's such an adorable name, really. Tell me this is not a real story. This is a real story. After welcoming her third child with her husband, Chris, Drysdale tested out the registry herself by naming her son Methamphetamine Rules, or Meth Rules for short. Shockingly, the name was approved. So wow. They said I don't she says I don't know how it slipped through. She said in an interview, I'm not sure if someone was overworked or it was automated somewhere or possibly maybe they thought methamphetamine was a Greek name. <laughs> 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 Since Dry, Drysdale revealed this at NSW registry of birth. What is this methamphetamine and Mephistopheles? I don't whatever. Oh, Mephistopheles. So, oh, she else really like cats. So. <laughs> uh now, honestly, that should probably get your kid taken away in itself itself because cats is terrible. Yeah, but go on. They uh, admitted that the name's approval was indeed an accident. Luckily for the family, she was able to change her baby's name to a real one that, quote, has nothing to do with a Class A drug. <laughs> calls it, she named, changed it to marijuana. I mean, we've heard of this. Okay. Well, yeah, the, yeah um, the one that was Hitler or whatever, yeah, Adolf uh, or whatever. They tried to take the kid away from uh, that one. Uh, Aryan. They wanted to name. They had one kid named Adolf, and that one got through because they're like, "Oh, my grandpa's name was Adolf." And then they had a daughter. They tried to name her uh, uh, Aryan, and CPS chimed in. They're like, uh, "Yeah, you're gonna have to rethink this one." Right. I. Uh, okay, I'm just putting this out there. Um, Dorothy's ex wanted to name Noah Lucifer. And she's like, nope, we're not doing that. Appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you guys know who Amy Schumer is, right? Yes. Okay. 
I love her as a comic, but sometimes she, she can. I, I like her as a comic, but she, uh, she can be a, a trash human being. Uh, she also is a trash comic, but go she on. really turned me off when she married somebody with autism, almost almost to be able to to make sure she could make fun of autism. So anyway, she has a kid with this guy, and uh, she says her you know her husband's dad's name is Gene, and she's a big fan of uh, Dave Attell. So she named the kid Gene Attell. <laughs> now and claimed it was a, after everybody like kind of stepped up and said, "What are you doing?" She claimed it was a mistake. Oh, we didn't even realize. And, and oh, uh, the last name was Fisher, Fisher, Fisher. So, Janetel yeah. Fisher. And she's like, "Oh, I had no idea." And and Does I'm tell the middle name. Atel was a, the middle name. Yeah. First okay. Name's Gene. Attell. Middle name's Attell. Instead of Fisher. Uh, so genital Fisher. Until instead of like David Attell, it's not, not instead of uh, Jean David. No, Jean Attell. So here's a woman who, and this is why I think she's a garbage person. Uh, she is somebody who has been writing jokes for a long, long time. She's kind of a wordsmith. She didn't put two and two together, or claims she didn't put two and two together. She named her kid Jean Attell Fisher. I mean that. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. So, there's people out there that really don't. That really shouldn't be allowed to. Quite frankly, shouldn't be allowed to have a kid, much less name one. I mean, if you name your kid, if you tell the person with a straight face, yeah, we're naming our kid kid Gina Tell. Well, as long as your last and name isn't Warts, I guess. Yeah. yeah C, uh, CPS yeah. just entered the chat. <laughs> but I mean, in a lot of cases, who's going to know or who's going to get involved? Anymore, you can bypass all of that stuff. A lot of women do not have children at hospitals anymore. Uh, yeah, they're going the midwife thing. But yeah. the thing is, they're registering it with the state, and the state is the one kind of chiming in. Well, saying, you know yeah. how much government people are paid, and how often <laughs> the government's active, and how much those people care. <laughs> True. <Yeah. laughs> they're just got a rubber stamp, and they're like, doom, doom, Oh, doom. yeah. They're, yeah, they're naming their kid Lexus with an apostrophe in the middle or something yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there was one uh, uh, Microsoft got was chiming in on this father wanted to name his kid Mike Rowe Soft, and Microsoft's like, no, we're no. We're yeah, but how would Microsoft know? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I went down to the Flint, Genesee County, because he probably posted publicly for everyone, like announced yeah. it to people. Yeah. yeah, he was trying to get the exact reaction that he got out of Microsoft. Yeah, I'm that's sure. what I mean. I mean, you could get away with naming your kids whatever you want. I'm pretty sure. You know, I mean, not now with AI. I mean, there are kids like, I, 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 like we've seen some of the stupid names people name. Like there, there are multiple kids with the name ESPN. Like it's not even like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you seen some of the vanity plates that are out there? Vanity plates are one thing. I saw one guy was uh, driving a Toyota. His vanity plate said, uh, said Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> vanity plates. One guy ordered a, 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 a Michigan State Spartan plate with the big s and then uh he uh had crew him so it said screw him right <laughs> michigan's like nah nice try oh they wouldn't let him get no, away with they it? pump the brakes on that one. Oh boy yeah it was worth a shot i suppose here's the killers it's all these things i've done at solid state radio new radicals at your local alternative solid state radio what's going on it is happy hour he's drew duffney and that's adam harahuck and maybe someday he'll actually have a floor again oh maybe someday i'll have a floor so to clue our lovely listeners in uh we bought this house in 2018 we moved in november 2018 and fully furnished with a floor no, it was not furnished. Well, I mean, it had carpeting. It had carpeting. Carpeting no... isn't furniture, Drew. Maybe, maybe in your <laughs> house it is, but no, he's got a he's got a pretty bomb ass house. You just uh, you just married the wrong woman. Carpeting <laughs> can be furniture. <laughs> <laughs> oh <good> lord! <laughs> I just prefer a landing. You know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and I, I definitely wouldn't want to meet a woman like this carpet. This was like from the seventies. It, it, it was <laughs> so awesome. it smelled like the Julie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like patchouli and high karate. When you pull up it, the, the back of it said Venus. You got it. <laughs> so, uh, Dorothy had been. She doesn't like carpet to begin with. She says it's filthy and she's not wrong. So, I'm playing video games one day and she says, I am sick of this carpet. I want this carpet gone. I'm like, fine. 
F it. You want to rip up the carpet? That's fine. Just leave me, leave me out of it. So I'm playing my video game. I'm thinking, okay, we'll rip it up another time. Nope. Rip, rip. <laughs> she started ripping it up right there. Directly underneath him while he's playing while he's playing GTA. And she pulled up the carpet, and then there was plywood. We pulled up the plywood, and there was hardwood floors in one part. Next thing you know, she's pulling up all this plywood, and there are just, like, nice natural wood and then uh, a plank. And then it goes all underneath the uh, wood that was in the kitchen. Now, when I bought the house, I loved the floor that was in the kitchen. I loved it. And apparently, we got to rip that up, too. So, rip. We ripped that up. And all of a sudden, there's wood there. And all the, they, these uh, ha- like random things of plywood. And she starts pulling this up. And the other day, she pulled it up. And she's looking into the crawl space. Oh, boy. And it's like... Okay, I think we're done ripping things up. Her brother was like, for the love of God, stop ripping up flooring. So her family got involved? The brother came over. She's like, I don't know what to do about this. He's like, put it back. Yeah, yeah, put it back. So, and and she's feeling defeated. And I was like, no, no, it's going to look great. I'm feeling good because now we're, we're pretty much done with the whole demolition part. We can start rebuilding. But, oh, yeah. I mean, folks, if you think, there's no such thing as a small job with uh you know when you're talking about the structure of the house that it becomes everything's linked together especially a house like ours was born uh born how you doing uh built in 1940 you know it's it 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 becomes a big big job a bigger job than you're expecting just go easy folks yeah, don't don't rip the floors up unless you're absolutely certain that there's something underneath them, yeah. or that you at least have somewhere to stay that's not going to involve your family falling into the basement. <laughs> A public service <laughs> I, announcement. I, I expected to like open up the floor and like some people <laughs> from the underground railroad or like, is the war over? <laughs> <laughs> what year yeah. is it? Yeah, 1940. <laughs> A public service announcement brought to you by Happy Hour. Pearl Jam at your local alternative, Solid State Radio. What's going on? It's happy hour. He's Adam Harahuck. That's Drew Duffney. Okay, so you guys remember in the movie that Howard Stern did where his voice was so deep and baritone that he had the woman sit on the speaker? Private parts, yes. Yes. I remember that uh, scene vividly. Okay, so for those of you who haven't seen it, apparently it's a real thing. Uh, A low-flying helicopter... Puts an Australian farmer's crocodiles in the mood. The owner of a crocodile farm in Australia said mating season started early this year thanks to the males being put into the amorous mood by the presence of military helicopters. (laughs) I feel like that's the last thing we need to do is get crocodiles in the mood to get it on, but you know. Yes. He said among a stable of about 3,000 crocodiles were sent into a mating frenzy when a Chinook, <laughs> when a Chinook helicopter came in low over the farm. <laughs> I love that he feels the need to also make, do the noise. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to... Well, see, t- if I was on that side of the desk, I would have I would have the helicopter sound and Barry White. <laughs> That's right. He said... If I had either one of those, I probably would. He said the helicopters are frequently seen over the area as the Singapore Armed Forces hold bilateral military training operations uh, and the pilots are by the croc farm as a mar- they use the croc farm as a marker point because it's big and wide open <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah don't dive in there <laughs> yeah one helicopter came in low to get a good look at the animals and the result was a flurry of reptile romance <laughs> he said all the big males got up and roared and bellowed bellowed <laughs> No, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. They all got up and roared and bellowed up at the sky. And then after the helicopters left, they made it like mad. He says there's something about the sonic waves that really gets them stirred up. <laughs> they just re- love the military so much. <laughs> there, was, there was a researcher that specializes in crocodiles said the animals might have mistaken the sound of the chopper for the call of the competing male. It might be producing very low frequency, thump, 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 as it hits the water. 
He said that may just coincidentally be similar to some of the sounds big male crocodiles produce to say, hey, this is my <laughs> turf. We're still not sure how to use the sound and what it communicates, but it certainly did a job on my crocs. <laughs> so, <laughs> some soldiers going, oh, that's a crocodile farm. And looking under this big old like 1970s swinger party. <laughs> yeah. Tails swinging, they're roasting up, their little crocodile arms. <laughs> One crocodile on his back, rolling it around. <laughs> you got Mama Crocodile over there smoking a cigarette going, For God's sakes, boys, quit flying over. I can't handle this. <laughs> One at a time, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this tail's not for sale. <laughs> You call that a penis? This is a penis. <laughs> That's right. This is crocodile skin, not leather. It doesn't stretch. Now I know why crocodiles are always smiling. Right? My goodness, I knew your snout was long, but what? <laughs> you got the snout and you got that down there. I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Or it's not what it looks like. It, 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 normally it's bigger than this. It's shrinkage. Give me that snapper. Uh, more lizard talk coming up after Nirvana and Solid State Radio. STP, your local alternative, Solid State Radio. And we finally found something that's going to give Drew nightmares instead of the other two of us. Oh, by the way, hi, it's happy hour. He's Adam Harehuck. I'm Sean Cantwell. Yes. My only phobia. I, you know, there's not a whole lot of things I'm scared of other than women. Uh, Clearly, uh, you've you've tackled that fear a couple times. I've I've, I've seen you. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you have not. You've just seen my hind end. <laughs> anyway, I've had some of your leftovers, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh gosh, no. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of snakes. I don't like snakes. Any like reptiles? Majority of them. We just talked about crocodiles, and alligators, and lizards. They have legs, and they have shoulders, and I can tell which way they're going. Yep. A snake could be going the completely other direction and change its mind and come back and bite yep. your nose off. Yep. And then it gets the venom into you, and you could pretty much just die right there. There's nothing you can do about it. I watched that coyote uh, coyote guy on the Facebook. He's he, he lets them bite him for fun and then has the venom ready. I don't keep venom with me. Uh, the antidote. The venom's in the snake. Oh, the, yeah. The, ven the yeah. venom's all taken care of. Yeah. Snake brought that to the party. Well, anyway, the Missouri Department of Conservation announced it will hold a sixth birthday party for one of its rarest animals to date. The female, yes, ladies and gentlemen, two-headed western rattlesnake named oh. Tiger Lily okay. was founded by a family in Stone County in autumn of 2017 and was donated to the Department of Conservation Shepherd of the Hills Conservation Center. The department announced Tiger Lily's birthday party will be held Saturday at the scenic Overlook parking of MDC's Ruth and Paul Henning Conservation Area in Branson. Boy, I wish I could pronounce all this. Anyhow, uh, they said Tiger Lily is now nearly five feet long. Both heads want to eat, but they only have one esophagus. <laughs> so, Dramatic pause. As you're both yeah, looking yeah, at me, yeah, yeah. no one knows what to say about this, do we? I, well, first Not of all, really. You lost me at having a ba uh, bachelor party. <laughs> bachelor party for instance. <laughs> it's nearly five feet long now. <laughs> Get your rattles together. Here it comes. <laughs> okay. a, a birthday party for a rattlesnake. First of all, I, that you, you lost me there. Yeah. Who, who's not getting paid enough or who's not getting late enough to where they're like, let's have a birthday party for a snake. Okay, well, if we haven't learned anything in these days and times, people go crazy over their animals. And clearly, this animal is extraordinarily unique, even though, I mean, A, it's Texas. It's not like it's Florida or another country. Usually they they want to kill everything. I'm not yeah, quite that, sure how that's this where it kind of surprised me. Like if you, look, if you would have told me this was from from another country, somewhere overseas, I would believe. Okay, this this this. Okay, this that's plausible. It's part of their their tradition or whatever. They but probably think this is birthday some sort parties of, for snakes in Texas. That doesn't yeah. make any goddamn in, in sense. Another, in, in, Sean's in, like, this is an AI story because if they were real Texans, this snake would be mounted on somebody's wall going. 
Look, yeah. Jimmy, I got me a two-header. Right. <laughs> Look at it on the front of my pickup truck, yeah. Where's the they, they, They'd have it literally set up in their front room with the words, don't tread on me, written directly beneath <laughs> it. <laughs> no, because, yeah, I thought, if this was in India, it was like, oh, somebody's like, oh, that's my uh, reincarnated grandmother or yeah. something like that. Sure. But is that racist? I'm not too sure. No, that's when he got the basket dance, where the snake comes up out of the basket. Is that is that Indian? I think so. I don't know. I we we've established we know nothing about other cultures on this show. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, country now. Yeah, only one esophagus. So both heads want to eat, but there's only one esophagus. They put a small cup of water over one head while the other eats, and then switch. Otherwise, they'd both be trying to grab the same mouse. <laughs> yeah, how's that work at that point? <laughs> That's a bad day for that mouse. <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies! <laughs> or, I wanted two women at the same time. This wasn't what I was talking about. <laughs> or maybe it does work out because they're just too busy fighting each other over the thing that he, that he's able to get away. I don't know. Maybe it works out. <laughs> well, uh, except for the fact that he was just bitten by two rattlesnakes. Right. <laughs> well, they, that's also fair. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's happy hour. It's Solid State Radio. Stick around. Chili Peppers at your local alternative, Solid State Radio. What's going on? It is happy hour. He's Adam Harahawk. That's Drew Duffney, who so far is, I believe, Ofer in the... Uh, in the deer hunting sweepstakes this year. Yeah, I'm supposed to ask you too. By the way, uh, you know you're going to be traveling to pick up some booze for my brother and I. And he said, "Would you mind? You could take one of our vehicles to go on your road trip if we could borrow yours when we go hunting next week." <laughs> <laughs> I should be renting that thing out because that thing's a deer magnet, like nobody's business. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. We, at this point in Michigan, we all agree that there should be no limit. You should be able to hunt from your vehicle. Kill all the deer that you want. You should be able to just lean right out the side of your vehicle as the deer is running towards it and shoot the SOB. I mean, let, I mean if any tree-hugging hippie would like to call in and refute this, that's fine. But what if there were no deer in Michigan at all? I don't hungry. think we'd be losing out. I'd be hungry. No, no, we'll, we'll put them in your freezer. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, that's right. As long as they can all live in my freezer yeah. for eternity. <laughs> So it, it was a hot hunting trip. Uh, the coolest yeah. it got down was 56 degrees. And, I mean, yeah, you got seasonal camouflage you can wear that's a little bit thinner. But most of the time it's ball soup. Yeah. Basically. So hunting, you got to sit real still and be real quiet. Because if you're moving a lot, like the deer, apparently they're somber animals and they don't like a lot of movement. Unless it's a vehicle doing 55 miles an hour down the road. But uh, in this case... There were mosquitoes, and you got to be careful with scent because deer can smell real good. So I'm like, well, I don't want to put on any mosquito repellent, anything like that. You know, you try to be as conspicuous as possible, or you know, as, as concealed. And the mosquitoes are just eating me alive. And I'm like trying to swat at them and not move, and trying to like shake a little bit and not move. I never did see any deer. So then the next morning we go out and I get one of these little off fans. Have you guys seen them? You clip yep. them on your belt. Yep. And we got there a little bit later the second day because the first day wasn't as rewarding, and we got deep into the old crow and natural light there. And, <laughs> no, the hell you say. And I can tell you, the stores in Mount Morris do not require you to wear shoes going into there because I had on my hunting boots. I believe that. it. They have a lot of laces. And my brother drove, and he's like, "Come on." Well, I go in. He has, he buys lottery tickets and then just never cashes them in. Like there was Christmas lottery tickets on his table. And he had like $250 with lottery tickets he cashed in. And that wasn't <laughs> even all of them. He like used them as currency. Like he grabbed a handful of stack and took them in and cashed them in. And he goes, yeah, I need a half gallon old crow, a 15 pack of natural light. And give me, you know, three shiny flippies and, you know, whatever the lottery tickets were that he was ordering. And I'm just standing there. And I grabbed a bag of pork rinds. He pork looks rinds down are and goes, awesome. where's your shoes? And I'm like, they're at home. All they have is my hunting boots, and they got a lot of laces. And the lady looks, and everybody looks, and she goes, we don't really care. You know? And I'm like, well. Do you at least have socks on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a wonderful story. And on the way out, I looked. They didn't have a sign that said, no shoot, no shirts. No, no shirt, no shoes, no service. I, although okay. the fact that you're wearing socks, probably, eh, close enough. Yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of... 
Uh, I th- you can't just go in with bare feet. And quite frankly, I, w- I know what goes on in a store. You I wouldn't know, want to. You no, know, glass everywhere. But, I mean, socks, yeah, that, that treads a line. Speaking of which, while I was there, I met the owners of a buffalo farm locally, and they would like to be on the show. So we're going to arrange that, Bring us buffalo wings. Yeah. But anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, back to the hunting trip. So as we get out there, it's dark. There's another guy there. I said, hey, where are you going to be at? We're not going to sit by its big woods. He goes, well, I can't go too far. Uh, I got a broken leg. Oh, and Jesus. And we're looking. He's got his hunting clothes and everything on. But, yeah, he had like a thing. And he's like, I just got clearance to walk without, you know, crutches today. Yeah. And I said, well, who's going to drag your deer out? He said, well, I brought a cart. Now, how much of a diehard hunter must you be that you're going to go out and hunt an opening day with a broken leg? And your method is, I mean, I, I told you, a deer is like 180 pounds, you know. Yeah. You're just going to put it on a cart and wheel it out with a broken leg and be like, happy about it. what kind of it. cart? I'm thinking shopping cart? No. No, 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 it's like a dolly. You know, okay. like a, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. I thought about you and your back spasms. I'm like, hmm, Adam wouldn't fare well about this. I, I was having those again last night. I, I was doing fine. I was doing great with back without back problems. Then all of a sudden... Uh, Dorothy every, had a baby. No, no, no. Actually, I've been doing fine for months. And just within the last two weeks, all of a sudden, I moved wrong. And my back's like, oh, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you can, you can injure your back. When you get to be our age, you can injure your back wiping your behind. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If you turn Absolutely. sideways, it's. A, I've heard of people hurt themselves sneezing. Yeah. yeah. Throwing a rib out of place, just sneezing. Nothing makes you feel old quite like. How'd you throw your back out? Sleeping. Yeah. I slept wrong somehow. Yeah. So, there's just, a wrong way to sleep, no, as it turns I, out. I lie. I so my stepkids think I get in bar fights every weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah. So are you going back out? Yeah, probably next Sunday. Uh, I'm going to try it out. It's going to be a little bit cooler. But, yeah, the hot weather and the mosquitoes, I have no desire to hunt when the mosquitoes are trying to attack you. There's just no good to it. Uh, We talked about uh, teasing this on the Blarney Hour, but at some point, at some show, whether it's Blarney Hour or Happy Hour, you've got to tell the bear story. Yeah, the roly-poly bear. Yeah. We'll get into her, but... We probably ought to get on out of this. Sean's getting Sean. We're putting everybody to sleep in Sandlack County because they're all <laughs> no, like Sandlack expert County, hunters. They, no, they're they're hunters. Like no, no. Then what happened? Did yeah, you get the deer? No, they're probably intriguing to us. <laughs> they're laughing. They're like, yeah, that's what you get for hunting fifty-six degree weather. You can't hunt in flip flops and shorts. <laughs> you need to wait for that first frost. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. It's happy hour at South State Radio's to ground. Happy hour at South State Radio. We get set to get the hell out of Dodge on a Thursday afternoon. Stick around. A full hour of local original music comes your way next on a little radio show that we like to call Solid State Sessions. We're back at it tomorrow. Lions Talk. We'll preview all the whatever is going on with Michigan, whatever uh, Little Sisters of the Poor they're playing this week. All that fun stuff, plus unsolicited advice and more. I'll be in well. Talk to you tomorrow afternoon at 3. See ya!